Thanks for tuning in to Warcry Radio, where your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, focuses on mind reframing, personal money and credit, business theory to launch clarity, business credit, business leadership, home buying, and real estate investments. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another great episode. Talk soon. Peace. Hey, 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 everybody. It's Karina Calhoun, your wealth strategist. I am your host of Warcry Consulting Solutions. And this is a special episode. I have my honey babe, my best friend, Leroy Calhoun. Say hey, babe. Hey, babe. (laughs) So this is part two. We talked last time about the dynamics of marriage and entrepreneurship. And so we thought it would be really cool Is that still a word that's being used nowadays? Is that showing my age? But I thought, we thought it would be cool to come back on and talk a little bit more in depth about it because I do believe this is actually helping some people because there's not a lot of conversation out there that I see helping couples, helping married couples, uh, just really getting it together. And so, babe, we're back. How you feel? Good as can be. Okay, awesome. Awesome, awesome. So did you enjoy the last episode? Yeah, I did. Just, yeah, I did. You know? I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm just kind of quiet. Yeah, yeah. Except when it's just me and you. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. So we're going to jump right in again in this this specific episode. Let me get it out. We're going to be talking about the dynamics of marriage and entrepreneurship. We have a couple of questions that we want to address, but for the most part, we're going to be talking talking from our heart because this is something that just the fact of marriage is really our sweet spot. That's where we really excel. We want to help other couples. We want to make sure everyone is good and on the same playing field. So we're going to start off with a couple of questions and I will go first. So babe, what is the most challenging part about partnering with an entrepreneurial spouse, meaning me, but not necessarily me, but helping other people? (laughs) I don't know if y'all can hear me laughing in the background, (laughs) but um, I would say that that is a very valid question. I would say the most challenging part about partnering with an entrepreneurial spouse is um, openness. Um, to there's a lot of things involved in it, and pardon my ums if I have some ums in there, but I would say that the most challenging part about partnering with an entrepreneurial spouse is what's the end game are you both headed to the same final destination and so the final destination should be you need to have clear communication you need to know how much money is going to be spent how much money you're expecting to get in return because there's some businesses that you can do where you would get where it would be a small investment in a large return i'm not sure exactly what those are but i do know they exist but then there's some businesses where you're not going to get a great return on it there's some businesses like as an example not that i know that's there but i believe there's things out there like it if you were to do something if you had a full-time job as a teacher and you did something in the teaching industry the way it is set up now there's not you're in it more for the love of it than you are for the tremendous rate of pay now if you're tutoring or something like that you would get more pay But the point is, is that you need to know what you're getting into. What is it that your spouse is looking to do? And you need to know what you're signing on for and how do you both win at it? So I would say that's the most challenging part. Like how much of a commitment do they have and how much of a commitment are you going to have to have and how you respond accordingly? That's actually a a really good uh, answer because really when you think about it are you going are you going in the same direction is basically what you're saying and if you're not if you've got two people who are supposed to be walking together who are supposed to be agreeing 
but yet going in two different directions to get to two different ending points, then you're going to have a whole lot of confusion. And like for myself, I absolutely positively love what I do, which means I could potentially do it for free, which means I have to have my husband, you accountable to me because, or me accountable to you, because if not, then, you know, I may not make money because I just absolutely enjoy doing it. And so I think that really, that's a really good point because people need to know what could possibly be pitfalls, what could be things that are going to trip that person up unless it's something where, yeah, I, you know, it's not really something I enjoy doing. It's not a passion. It's not fire or anything like that, but it's more of, yeah, I just want to make a million dollars, $2 million. And this is what we need to do to get to that point. In my case, it's actually both. I, I love what I do, but I want to make money. Um, on that note, um, that's a very good point. I had forgotten that I had done some things in the past um, of an entrepreneurial nature, but I think one of the things that, just like you were saying, um, and that's what triggered me to remember it, is that um, you love what you do, and so therefore you can do it for free. And that really is, I won't say an issue or a problem, but it is a definite talking point because mm -hmm. you need to know exactly what your financial goals are on that. So in layman's terms, instead of just saying that sounded crazy, is that your product, how much are you going to charge for it? And this is just me, you take it with a grain of salt. You need to find the sweet spot. You need to find the point where it's like, okay, um, you know, in the Bible it says that a workman is worth his wage. So you need to find a amount that is going to help to cover your costs. You know, um, I'm thinking in a different way. But you need to find out how to cover your costs, make a profit, but then you're not gouging people. You're right. not trying to make it super expensive unless you're offering a truly premium product. I feel like you should always offer more than what you charge for. So then that way the people will want to come back. It's a part of quality. So, um, and when I say, when you're looking at the cost, it's like, okay, well, if I charge, if I know I'm going to have like a huge amount of I don't know all the technical terms, but like a huge amount of sales, then I can charge $5 for my product as opposed to, I know I'm not going to have a huge amount of sales. It's going to be slow turnaround. So then I'll have to charge $10 for my product. So it's just simply one of those things you need to look at all of it from a well-rounded perspective. And that's where it, just so y'all know, I'm pretty much going to go back to the Bible on a lot of the stuff I say. So I guess we're going to have to expect it, but it says that there is, uh, I believe it is wisdom in a multitude of counsel. So you're going to want to ask a lot of people for advice. So not necessarily um, a ton of just random people, but you're going to get different points of views. And one person's advice may not be absolutely perfect, but it may have 10% that's really good. And the other 90% you can throw away and add that 10% from person one to the other 10% from person three, and then somebody else may have 40 or 60%, but you just kind of want to take your time and build out what exactly it is that you're wanting to do and go from a firm stance. And then, it, you know, expect it to change over time. I love that. I love that. That's, you know, and yeah, it's fine. We're always going to go back to the Bible. I love it. What is the next question I want to ask is what's the most rewarding thing about having an entrepreneurial spouse? If there is one, I don't know at this point, do you, is there a, you know, a, a thing that's most rewarding? Have you ever considered that? What's your, what's your thought on that? Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm about to get points. <laughs> So the most rewarding thing about having an entrepreneurial spouse is that you get to see good people win. So you know who is on the team. Ideally, since it's your spouse, you're for them. You think that they're great. And so therefore, you get to see a great person succeed. I always say this, and I find it personally kind of weird, but I am married. And... I was discussing this with my wife earlier, but I'm married, but I think that she is very skilled in what she does. The product that she provides 
is good. And I feel like a lot of people are like, or a lot of people will say, oh, well, you're married to them, so of course you're going to support them. And I always find myself giving that disclaimer beforehand. Yeah, I'm married to her. However, I would, you know, go for her services because I believe that she really knows what she's doing. I've seen the research. I know it. I know the type of person she is. And I think that is one of the benefits is that I get to see the behind the scenes marketing. I know who's marketing it. Like there are certain grocery stores that I always shop at, or there are certain places that I always go to because I like the product. And some things are like, okay, I like the integrity behind it. So I know whatever they bring out, I'm willing to try it, even if it's a fit. And so with that, that is one of the benefits. I know who is providing the product and it's not halfway done. It's not going to be something where you're going to be like, oh, well, I didn't benefit from this. That's good. You know, and, and folks, he I have not paid him to say this. <laughs> and yeah, babe, you do get points. <laughs> so I, I have some questions that some of the folks, some of the listeners sent in. And so I want to ask, how has entrepreneurship affected our relationship or our family, either in a positive or negative way? And I think I just want to kind of put this in there. You said that you've seen basically you've seen a lot of the things firsthand and you guys know I tell you that I am my own case study and so everything that I push my husband and I have gone through it either I went through it before I met him or we've gone through it afterwards and we built out everything um, but a lot of the stuff that I really really push out these are things that I'm not going to read a guru's book or watch a guru's video nothing wrong with that not showing not throwing shade but you know we actually do it in this household so with that being said babe what what has entrepreneurship how has it affected our relationship well the answer that's popping to my mind is and it may not specifically answer the question but um, it's I will say that first all this stuff goes down to your your mindset so a winner is a winner before they win so oh that's good i like that so when you go to do things if you expect to lose or you have a negative mindset then you're going to lose but if you're a winner who's going to win what you're going to do is say this is what i want to do and you know that you're going to run into challenges especially if you have any experience so with that, you say, this is a challenge. How do I win? How do I beat it? How do I get past it? And so with that, you go into everything expecting to win. Um, and with that, when it says, how has entrepreneur entrepreneurship affected our relationship? We've been through things just to keep it short and simple. So everything now is like, okay, we're going into another adventure. So uh -huh. we're going to win in that adventure and that's it. Yeah, that's good. I like that. The next question is how do you avoid feeling neglected when your entrepreneurial spouse seems to always be working? That's a great question. And that actually goes back to the answer I just gave about uh, a winner being a winner before you win. So you can feel neglected, but you have to figure it out. It's very easy to feel neglected. So for me, I'll read, I'll find something to do 9.9 .9 times out of 10. And it's actually a very easy situation here because Karina is extremely conscious of, hey, I'm working a lot. Hey, I'm doing a lot. Let me see if I can schedule this so that there's free time to spend with you or work while you're there. So, you know, I'm present. So with that, it's, it's not a bad situation. However, if you find yourself in that situation, which, you know, I know people who have been, um, what I would suggest is, is um, don't be afraid to say, hey, you know, I'm feeling a little neglected. Provide something, start, make the conversation be there. And then if the person doesn't respond exactly the way you want, don't give up, but let it be known that like, hey, you know, <clears throat> I need, for lack of a better word, some attention. I need some time. I need these things to be done. And just let it be known. 
but don't don't be harsh don't mm-hmm. be abrasive don't be forceful and just kind of say it in passing kind of like hey i got you this favorite pack of gum by the way you know i need some help with this or i need, need that then you let them schedule it in and then give them a reminder because you don't want them to actually say you know i really want to help let me do this at this time and then they forget because they're busy and then you're feeling neglected and then it's compounded it's a two-way street you got to work together you can't expect somebody to be not doing what you want them to do or to the level that you want them to do and then for them to automatically correct it themselves there's an issue and it's going to take both of you to get out of the issue to correct it's not autocorrect we've seen what autocorrect can do with both <laughs> iphone and android that's good and you know honestly i just want to put this out there if you are considering launching a business i would suggest highly 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 suggest that you get things as straight as possible within your marriage because entrepreneurship can destroy it if it's already on shaky ground because there's so much that goes into it you got to think there's time there's effort there's finances there's just so much and compounding an already faulty foundation is just going to literally decimate whatever you have that's there so if you're trying to to really launch out you know within a business whatever the case may be make sure that communication is solid make sure you've already invested really really truly invested unless you're taking that 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 business launch together and i don't mean like my husband and i we take it we this is us doing this together although i run the business the front side for the most part i run the business however because he does work outside of the home it's 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 separate but it's together now if you're in a situation where both of y'all are literally in there in the office whatever office whatever together then yeah that might be a little bit different it can still go it can go left real quick even in that situation i think what we're trying to say is appreciation um that's the word that is coming up to me that you need to appreciate one another so therefore you're not going to feel neglected or you're not going to neglect the other person um if you're appreciating and if you're saying you know what i've been spending you know, too much time doing this, or I, you know, it, as the quote-unquote support spouse, the one who is, okay, so this is what you do, so let me tend to the kids, let me wash the dog, let me wash the dishes, you know, nobody wants to do that full-time, so if you're the one who is the, you know, as Karina says, the front-facing spouse, then you're going to say, oh, okay, I see that they did that, I really appreciate that, let me take a little bit of time and uh, properly recognize that. So, one book that we've read is The Five Love Languages. It's really, really mm-hmm. good. You give that person what they need and not what you need. Mm-hmm. So, um, with The Five Love Languages, if you're familiar with it, there's different types of ways of communicating that you love a person. And something may be dominant for you that is not dominant or does not apply at all to them. And so if you give that to them, it will not be as effective as you were hoping it would be. So with that said, you know, you just find that way to recognize that like, look, I see that you're helping me. I appreciate it. You're not, it's not going unnoticed. You are getting a ROI since we're in this you know, area. You're getting a return on your investment. So Awesome. So babe, we're gonna we're gonna pause here, take a quick break. And when we come back, the next question that I want to ask is another listener question. How do you partner in finances? So when we come back, folks, my husband, Mr. Leroy Calhoun, is going to answer that question. How do you partner in finances? All right. And we are back with my honey babe, Leroy Calhoun, my husband. And before we went on break, I asked him... How do you partner in finance is another listener question. So, babe? So, again, it just goes back to appreciation, communication. There's no real set way other than appreciation and communication. So, do you trust your spouse with 100% of your finances? Do you trust them with 100% in this venture? 
And so if you do or you don't, why? So you may not trust them in a venture to say, especially with the economy as it is at this current moment, with um, COVID-19 going on, et cetera, et cetera, stocks have dropped. So you may say, okay, this would be a great time to buy $15,000 worth of stock. Okay, well, we only have $15,001. So when is that payoff going to return? Or when are we going to see the benefits of that as opposed to, um, you know, let's save some for things like mortgage, lights, sandwiches. So, <laughs> you know, how does that part work? And then you may have to find a happy medium or they may already have a far better plan than you do. That's why you need to sit down and talk and don't be afraid to ask questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the next question is, how did you decide to become a part owner? And this is specific to Warcraft Consulting Solutions. How did you decide <laughs> to become a part owner? I'm laughing, y'all, because we started Warcraft Consulting Solutions January 22nd, 2018. And I have not lived this down. I've not been able to live this down. So I don't really know what the answer is going to be that he says. I know what I hear. For, I've heard for over two years, but I don't know what you guys are going to hear right now. We'll see. So, babe. So, <laughs> this is our second recording, so by now you probably know you're liable to hear anything. So, the politically correct version is she explained out what she wanted to do. I said, that sounds great. I'm for it. Let's go. I support you. Non politically correct answer is she told me. <laughs> no, no see okay so I didn't like like force him or make him or anything like that you know he's he's you know he's got his own mind so anyway anyway I didn't I didn't tell him <sighs> but next question how do you uh, juggle family and building your business and I think we already talked about that for the most part is really showing that appreciation. Um, like he said, I do make sure I am cognizant of spending time with him, spending time with family, period. And I might be working, I might have my laptop, sometimes both laptops, both laptops and my phone, whatever the case may be, but I'm sitting right there. Sometimes I just close everything down. We just watch a movie. That's one of the things we try to do a lot of the same things we, we've always done. We are big movie folks. We love to sit down and watch a movie. That's almost like a brain dump for me. It helps me tremendously sometimes. I literally crave just the thought of just sitting there with him watching a movie. And it's, you know, I could do it by myself, but it's not the same. And so really juggling family and building a business, you have to be cognizant of the fact that you actually have a family and they actually want to be with you and you need to be with them. So I would say really that's the answer. How do you juggle family and building a business? You, you do it together, you do it as a team. And then the next question is, how does someone keep the momentum going in order to not get burned out? I think that's a good question for me to answer. You learn when to back down, when to sit down, when to rest. I know that there are certain times when my body is just saying, okay, you need to just sit it down. And I will literally take a day, it can be a Saturday, it can be a Sunday, it could be a day during the week where I just don't, I don't open a laptop, I don't answer an email, I don't answer a inbox, a text message, I just don't do anything. And that actually helps a lot. You have to know when your body is saying, stop. Now, I will say this, there have been times when my body has said stop, my brain just said keep going. The benefit of having a spouse that truly knows you is they have that, that authority also to say, you know what? You need to sit down, you need to rest, and let me help you. Because my husband will say that to me from time to time. I'm not saying that I do it on a regular basis, but he knows when it's time for me to, to rejuvenate. Babe, you have something to say? Exactly what you just said. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> That's literally word for word what I was going to say. Okay, did you want to expound? Yeah, I mean, just as the as a spouse, you do have the right to say, look, you know, I'm watching you and you have the requirement to keep an eye on your spouse and be like, okay, I see that you're not doing well, even though you think you're doing well. Let's go ahead and tone it back. You know, you may have something coming up that, or that entrepreneurial spouse may have something coming up. You may have a group family event coming up. Like, hey, you know, you forgot about this. We're going to need you to have at least 30% capacity to tend to this. So, yeah, help them out. Yeah, and it's, you know, and it's not about somebody bossing you around or telling you what to do. It's them literally having your best interest at heart, knowing that, you know, they have behind the scenes knowledge of you and what you have the capacity that you're at at that point and honestly I appreciate it sometimes he has to tell me Karina just come on lay down just don't even think just lay down and I have been extremely grateful after the fact I mean there's been times where I've just knocked out didn't know I was knocked out and I mean I might you know play fuss at him you left me in the room by myself and I woke up two hours later, you know, that type of thing, but I'm extremely appreciative of it. And so you really want to have that type of relationship. And that goes back to the, one of the other statements that we made, you really have to have a really good foundation within your marriage, because if you don't, whatever's going on in your business is going to suffer. It's literally going to suffer. So the next question, how do you handle uh, this a situation of me traveling for business and it's last minute well i can honestly answer this this has not happened it's not gonna happen i don't i don't go anywhere without my husband i know that sounds crazy he's my best friend i may go see a family member that may be ill that's still very just for the most part not gonna happen it has happened but nine times out of ten you see one you see the other uh, he is my partner, not just my business partner. He's my partner. He is my battle buddy. So in all situations, I'm going to try to make sure if I have to leave to go and travel, go and do something, he's going to be right there. Again, going back to having that solid foundation within your marriage. I am not going to just willy-nilly accept something um, out of town or wherever and oh yeah it's okay he doesn't have to go I remember years ago I was working for a company and the uh, the the manager said we need to schedule a training and the training was out of state and she said that way you can have some time from your family and I looked at it, it was that was like shocking to me what what do you mean time from my family i just did not process that i can't my brain does not compute why are you with a family a husband kids if you don't want to be with them so you know that's that's something that we really need to hone in on family dynamics when it comes to marriage when it comes to uh, business and then let's see last question that i'm gonna ask is when things are really tough or overwhelming, I can tell my husband, this is a listener question again. When things are really tough or overwhelming, I can tell my husband goes right to a mindset of, this is not worth all this. It requires Jedi level communication skills to not take each other's perspectives personally and just focus on communicating needs and not just honing in on shortcomings. What advice would you give in this situation? So for me, and I'll let you answer, babe, after me. Again, it goes to solid marriage, marital foundations. Number one, when things get really tough or overwhelming, you should be able to have that line of communication open. You should not be throwing daggers at one another. If you are battle buddies, you can't be trying to take each other out just doesn't work like that the other thing is the jedi mind trick i don't really that's not something that we do we're not trying to take control of each other we are actually trying to work together and so this is not worth all of this that part of that statement that goes back to what leroy said initially is are we on the same path going to the same location 
Dave, what do you have to say? Well, what I would say is slightly different um, because I really like Star Wars. But um, when it says Jedi level communication skills, I mean, no, you don't say, no, this is not the droid you're looking for. You're not going to um, play mind games. That, that's not, that's not going to win for you. But if you do the Jedi level of concentration as opposed to communication skills, where you say, you know what, I'm really focused on the end game. So we're having an issue. Let's, just like Karina said, we're battle buddies. How do we win? How do we get back to the same pace? How do we get back to jokes, cracking jokes? I want to crack jokes. Let's watch movies. Let's do the fun stuff. So how do we get past this part that's not fun and then focus on that? Let's, you know, just like they said, I think you really should focus on fixing what the issue is. And then as you fix the issue, you get to go back to having fun and you don't want the issue to pop back up again. So yeah, definitely. Um, that's one of the things of communication uh, is to stay on task of what the issue is and don't bring up, don't start nitpicking, don't focus on other stuff. So that's kind of how I took that question. So. And you know, one of the things that we have learned to do in our marriage is really get down to the thick of it. When it comes to conflict resolution, that is first and foremost on the list. If, if an issue comes up, we don't beef like most couples beef. If an issue comes up, we are quick to get it resolved, talk about it. So in our, and our literally our comment is, our statement is so that we can get back to playing and having fun, literally, because that, that's how we live. We have fun together. And so when you can say, yes, this is something that is bothering me, but let me get it out. Let me talk to you about it. Let's figure out how to, like you said, not have to go back to it again. That's, that's the main thing. You want to figure out how to get through it and get through it once and for all. And this is something that, you know, Karina taught me, and I will probably go back to this forever. But it's called active listening. It's where you listen to what a person has to say, what they're trying to communicate, you let them know. Um, I'm not sure exactly how else to put it, but you give them, give them the impression. You may repeat back what they've said, or you focus on what they're saying and not your response. And as you focus on that and let them know, hey, you're being heard, you're actually gonna start to win your battle. You may not agree, they could be completely wrong, but if you let them know that they're being heard, then they're gonna to wanna to listen to you because they're not like, okay, you're just, talking over me or ignoring me but as you both recognize that you're trying to build a person that you care about each other more so than just being right you're going to get ahead yeah and, get to the end. and that's that's key active listening we really need to make sure not just in marriages but just as human beings period we need to be able to number one really dive into active listening and then number two emotional intelligence those two things are key to us living our lives with other people, other people in this earth. Those are two things that will get us so much further than the things that honestly we think we're doing. So babe, is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners? I think the final thing is from that last question and just overall, I think the biggest thing is just recognize that it doesn't matter who's right. Just walk the path together. You don't have to prove that you're right or have to try to be right. Just find out what the situation is, find out how to win. And then as you walk that path, you'll get to where you need to be. And that's the main thing. So folks, we have been on the air with my husband, Leroy Calhoun. And this has been another amazing episode of War Cry Radio, Go Be Great. We've talked about the dynamics of marriage and entrepreneurship. Let me know what you guys think. Send in your, your questions, your comments, anything that you think uh, you want us to talk about. If we do this again, we're kind of mulling over that. If we'll do it again, it may be every so often, not, not, not too soon, but every so often. So I will see you all on the flip side. Bye, guys.
This episode is brought to you by Z Cuts, a multicultural unisex salon who has been serving clients in Richmond, Virginia for over 10 years. If you're tired of cheap, botched cuts and overpriced, mediocre styles, then their stylists and barbers will wow you with both skill and affordability. Call today for Z Cuts first time client special and receive 50% off of your next cut and 20% off of color. Their number is 804 658 3634. Again, that number is 804 658 3634. Z Cuts, which is an upscale and affordable experience, is located at 8023 West Broad Street in Richmond, Virginia. You can find them online at zcutsrva.com. That's Z K U T S R V A.com. All right, and we are back with my honey babe, Leroy Calhoun, my husband. And before we went on break, I asked him, how do you partner in finance is another listener question. So, babe? So, again, it just goes back to appreciation, communication. There's no real set way other than appreciation and communication. So, do you trust your spouse with 100% of your finances? Do you trust them with 100% in this venture? And so if you do or you don't, why? So you may not trust them in a venture to say, especially with the economy as it is at this current moment, with um, COVID-19 going on, et cetera, et cetera, stocks have dropped. So you may say, okay, this would be a great time to buy $15,000 worth of stock. Okay, well, we only have $15,001. So when is that payoff going to return or when are we going to see the benefits of that as opposed to, um, you know, let's save some for things like mortgage, lights, sandwiches. So, (laughs) you know, how does that part work? And then you may have to find a happy medium or they may already have a far better plan than you do. That's why you need to sit down and talk and don't be afraid to ask questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the next question is, how did you decide to become a part owner? And this is specific to Warcraft Consulting Solutions. How did you decide (laughs) to become a part owner? I'm laughing, y'all, because we started Warcraft Consulting Solutions January 22nd, 2018. And I have not live this down I've not been able to live this down so I don't really know what the answer is going to be that he says I know what I hear for I've heard for over two years but I don't know what you guys are going to hear right now we'll see so babe so this is our <laughs> second recording so by now you probably know your lovely so the politically correct version is she explained out what she wanted to do I said that sounds great I'm for it let's go I support you non politically correct answer is she told me (laughs) No, no see okay so I didn't like like force him or make him or anything like that you know he's he's you know he's got his own mind so anyway anyway I didn't, I didn't tell them, <sighs> but next question, how do you uh, juggle family and building your business? And I think we already talked about that for the most part is really showing that appreciation. Um, like he said, I do make sure I am cognizant of t- spending time with him, spending time with family, period. And I might be working. I might have my laptop, sometimes both laptops both laptops and my phone whatever the case may be but I'm sitting right there sometimes I just close everything down we just watch a movie that's one of the things we try to do a lot of the same things we we've always done we are big movie folks we love to sit down and watch a movie that's almost like a brain dump for me it helps me tremendously sometimes I literally crave just the thought of just sitting there with him watching a movie and it's you know, I could do it by myself, but it's not the same. 
And so really juggling family and building a business, you have to be cognizant of the fact that you actually have a family and they actually want to be with you and you need to be with them. So I would say really that's the answer. How do you juggle family and building a business? You, you do it together. You do it as a team. And then the next question is, how does someone keep the momentum going in order to not get burned out? I think that's a good question for me to answer. You learn when to back down, when to sit down, when to rest. I know that there are certain times when my body is just saying, okay, you need to just sit it down. And I will literally take a day, it can be a Saturday, it can be a Sunday, it could be a day during the week where I just don't, I don't open a laptop, I don't answer an email, I don't answer a inbox, a text message, I just don't do anything. And that actually helps a lot. You have to know when your body is saying stop. Now, I will say this, there have been times when my body has said stop, my brain just said keep going. The benefit of having a spouse that truly knows you is they have that that authority also to say, you know what, you need to sit down, you need to rest, and let me help you. Because my husband will say that to me from time to time. I'm not saying that I do it on a regular basis, but he knows when it's time for me to, to rejuvenate. Babe, you have something to say? Exactly what you just said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's literally word for word what I was going to say. Okay, did you want to expand? Yeah, I mean, just as the as the spouse, you do have the right to say, look, you know, I'm watching you, and you have the requirement to keep an eye on your spouse and be like, okay, I see that you're not doing well, even though you think you're doing well. Let's go ahead and tone it back. You know, you may have something coming up that, or that entrepreneurial spouse may have something coming up, or you may have a group family event coming up. Like, hey, you know, you forgot about this. We're going to need you to have at least 30% capacity to tend to this. So yeah, help them out. Yeah, and it's, you know, and it's not about somebody bossing you around or telling you what to do. It's them literally having your best interest at heart, knowing that, you know, they have behind the scenes knowledge of you and what you have, the capacity that you're at at that point. And honestly, I appreciate it. Sometimes he has to tell me, Karina, just come on, lay down, just, don't even think, just lay down. And I have been extremely grateful after the fact. I mean, there's been times where I've just knocked out, didn't know I was knocked out. And I mean, I might, you know, play fuss at him. You left me in the room by myself and I woke up two hours later, you know, that type of thing. But I'm extremely appreciative of it. And so you really want to have that type of relationship. And that goes back to the one of the other statements that we made. You really have to have a really good foundation within your marriage because if you don't whatever's going on in your business is gonna suffer it's literally going to suffer so the next question how do you handle uh this a situation of me traveling for business and it's last minute well i can honestly answer this this has not happened it's not gonna happen i don't i don't go anywhere without my husband I know that sounds crazy. He's my best friend. I may go see a family member that may be ill. That's still very, just for the most part, not gonna happen. It has happened, but nine times out of 10, you see one, you see the other. Uh, he is my partner, not just my business partner. He's my partner. He is my battle buddy. So in all situations, I'm going to try to make sure if I have to leave to go and travel, go and do something, he's going to be right there. Again, going back to having that solid foundation within your marriage. I am not going to just willy-nilly accept something um, out of town or wherever and, oh yeah, it's okay. He doesn't have to go. I remember years ago, I was working for a company and the uh the the manager said we need to schedule a training and the training was out of state and she said that way you can have some time from your family and i looked at it, it was, that was like shocking to me what what do you mean time from my family i just did not process that i can't 
my brain does not compute. Why are you with a family, a husband, kids, if you don't want to be with them? So, you know, that's, that's something that we really need to hone in on, family dynamics when it comes to marriage, when it comes to uh, business. And then let's see, last question that I'm going to ask is, when things are really tough or overwhelming, I can tell my husband, this is a listener question again, when things are really tough or overwhelming, I can tell my husband goes right to a mindset of, this is not worth all this. It requires Jedi level communication skills to not take each other's perspectives personally and just focus on communicating needs and not just honing in on shortcomings. What advice would you give in this situation? So for me, and I'll let you answer, babe, after me. Again, it goes to solid marriage, marital foundations. Number one, when things get really tough or overwhelming, you should be able to have that line of communication open. You should not be throwing daggers at one another. If you are battle buddies, you can't be trying to take each other out. It just doesn't work like that. The other thing is the Jedi mind trick. I don't really, that's not something that we do. We're not trying to take control of each other. We are actually trying to work together. And so this is not worth all of this. That part of that statement, that goes back to what Leroy said initially is, are we on the same path going to the same location? Babe, what do you have to say? Well, what I would say is slightly different. Um, because I really like Star Wars. But um, when it says Jedi level communication skills, I mean, no, you don't say, no, this is not the George you're looking for. You're not gonna um, play mind games. That, that's not that's not gonna win for you. But if you do the Jedi level of concentration as opposed to communication skills, where you say, you know what? I'm really focused on the end game. So we're having an issue, let's, just like Karina said, we're battle buddies. How do we win? How do we get back to the same pace? How do we get back to jokes, cracking jokes? I want to crack jokes. Let's watch movies. Let's do the fun stuff. So how do we get past this part that's not fun and then focus on that? Let's, you know, just like they said, I think you really should focus on fixing what the issue is. And then as you fix the issue, you get to go back to having fun and you don't want the issue to pop back up again. So yeah, definitely um, that's one of the things of communication uh, is to stay on task of what the issue is and don't bring up, don't start nitpicking, don't focus on other stuff. So that's kind of how I took that question. So, And you know, one of the things that we have learned to do in our marriage is really get down to the thick of it. When it comes to conflict resolution, that is first and foremost on the list. If, if an issue comes up, we don't beef like most couples beef. If an issue comes up, we are quick to get it resolved, talk about it. So in our, and our, literally our comment is, our statement is so that we can get back to playing and having fun, literally, because that, that's how we live. We have fun together. And so when you can say, yes, this is something that is bothering me, but let me get it out. Let me talk to you about it. Let's figure out how to, like you said, not have to go back to it again. That's, that's the main thing. You want to figure out how to get through it and get through it once and for all. And this is something that, you know, Karina taught me, and I will probably go back to this forever but it's called active listening. It's where you listen to what a person has to say, what they're trying to communicate. You let them know. Um, I'm not sure exactly how else to put it, but you give them, give them the impression. You may repeat back what they've said, or you focus on what they're saying and not your response. And as you focus on that and let them know, hey, you're being heard, you're actually gonna start to win your battle. You may not agree, they could be completely wrong, but if you let them know that they're being heard, then they're going to want to listen to you because they're not like, okay, you're just talking over me, you're ignoring me. But as you both recognize that you're trying to build a person that you care about each other more so than just being right, you're going to get ahead. 
Yeah, and, and that's that's key. Active listening. We really need to make sure, not just in marriages, but just as human beings. Period. We need to be able to number one, really dive into active listening, and then number two, emotional intelligence. Those two things are key to us living our lives with other people, other people in this earth. Those are two things that will get us so much further than the things that honestly we think we're doing. So, babe, is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners? I think the final thing is from that last question and just overall, I think the biggest thing is just recognize that it doesn't matter who's right. Just walk the path together. You don't have to prove that you're right or have to try to be right. Just find out what the situation is, find out how to win. And then as you walk that path, you'll get to where you need to be. And that's the main thing. So folks, we have been on the air with my husband, Leroy Calhoun. And this has been another amazing episode of Warcry Radio, Go Be Great. And we talked about the dynamics of marriage and entrepreneurship. Let me know what you guys think. Send in your, your questions, your comments, anything that you think uh, you want us to talk about if we do this again we're kind of mulling over that if we'll do it again it may be every so often not 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 too soon but every so often so I will see you all on the flip side bye guys Thanks again for tuning in. I wanted to pause right here really quick to let you know, guys, if you are a business owner and you're interested in being a featured guest here on Warcry Radio, please send an email to strategicsolutions at warcry.com. Again, that's strategicsolutions at warcry.com. And put in the subject line, podcast featured guest speaker and I will be sure to return the message so guys in that email I do want you to make sure you put your first and last name your business name your business website your line of business and the subject matter that you would be uh, releasing to the audience so again guys war cry is looking for featured guests So email me at strategicsolutions at warcry.com. Thanks, guys. Bye.